Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nonsense Worth Mentioning, a podcast about nothing that talks about everything. You could have chose to be anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with us. So thank you. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, where Mikey's uh, finally starting to be a little active on that bad boy. Yeah. And uh, I'd love to say check us out on all streaming platforms, but we're not everywhere yet. We're only on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, finally. Woo-woo! Woo, Apple! <laughs> Say what? And if you can, leave us a review. Five stars. Tell us how awesome we are. Or, you know, how ugly I am. How pretty Mikey's hair is. How Juan is in his uh, bunker. And uh, getting ready for the apocalypse that we're already in. So, oh, no. I guess you were ahead. I guess you, you were ahead of the curve on that Just one. Just staying safe. Just staying safe. <laughs> Could always get worse. Do say prepper. Do say prepper. Oh, man. So, yeah, man. How was, uh, how was everybody's week, yo? I know my week started out uh, good with a day off and watching my daughter run track. It felt not, it felt a little a little normal finally, and then it ended with Saturday, which was just oh man, what a day, what a day, rough day, rough day. Work was rough. I I I had a I had a big number to hit. I ran around like an idiot all day. I did my work. I I did Mikey's work. <laughs> I did I did everything I could and. And in my head, I was moving and grooving. And when the day was over and I those numbers added up, I said, huh? <laughs> I guess I ain't do shit, huh? I ain't much of anything. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do nothing. I, I gave him all my work. And even some of the stuff I did, I just did half of it and then gave it to him. It was good for me. Hmm. My week was already, already in the tanker. Yeah, nah, mine, nah. And then, it was, and then my, you know, I don't want to get into it, but then my, my evening just kind of snowballed on from there. It just kept getting, you know, like I went to Taco Bell. They messed up my taco. Oh. You know, you know I said no worst. sour cream, no tomatoes. They gave me sour cream and tomatoes. I was like, no, nah, I got to go back in this month. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it was Man, it. For real. But then I came home, you know, I showered, you know, I, I shaved, did some house chores, and then I just sat down and uh, I swore I was going to play video games all night. And then I, by like, Nine, my eyes was getting heavy. I was like, yeah, this is not happening. Damn, you cashed it in early. That's why you woke up with all that energy. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. I'm telling you, yesterday was a rough day, bro. Like I said, the week started out good. Started out super lazy. Just how I like them. You know what I mean? I was home all day, chilling with Samson. You know, I went to watch Gianna run track. And then uh, the weekend came, like, exactly how I don't like them. It's a lot of work. <laughs> I don't like work. Work is not for me. I'm allergic to work. I'm not. Me and work don't get along. You need work. You need work. Work is nah. good. Nah, nah. Yeah, I don't get what people say. Like when they don't work, and they're like, "Oh, I had to come back to work. I couldn't stay home anymore." It's like, yo, what's wrong with you? Like, how can you? Like, <laughs> yo, I was home for work for two years, two and a half years, and those are the best two and a half years of my life. Like, yeah. the best two and a half. Years. And not, not only were they the best two and a half years of my life, with all, I was doing music, I was playing video games, I was super active in sports, and I was in the best shape of my life. I was like 160 pounds. Yeah, you know I mean, I was fit. You know what I mean? I was like, it was good. It was a good time. And then I, I went back to work and it was, and all that stopped. The healthiness stopped, all the sports stopped. It's like, it's hard, man, when you're an adult to like try to do everything you want to do. It's that damn work stress, man. That work stress is a mother. It's a mother sucker, I tell you. It really is. Because it, 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 I know when I was home for that short period of time, no, nah, not even that. Uh, you remember when I had shoulder surgery? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. That was when I was home we... for seven months. Yeah. 
Man, I was in such a great shape. I was happy. My wife was happy. Like, everything was good. <laughs> Went back to work, and woo, what a change that was. Same thing this time. Like, I, I was maintaining a good weight. I was doing lots of stuff around the house, out in the back. My wife, well, she was still working, but she was working from home. Um, And then I went back to work, man. I, like, almost instantly put the weight back on. And Word. the stress was, like, uh, compounded. I put, I put 30 pounds back on when I went to work. When I finally went to work at MTC, I put 30 pounds back. I lost... I lost 30 pounds over, like, you know, the course of whatever time it was. I think it was, like, like four or five months when I started playing the sports and stuff. And then um, when I went back to work, it, I, I was, like, within 30 days. By the end of the month, I was back to, like, a fat piece of shit. Like, <laughs> you know, it is because once, once you get back into work and you, you load up your schedule with, you know, work, family, time for yourself you gotta be more intentional with how you use the time man I've, I've been realizing that a lot i used to think that a lot you know that there wasn't enough time in the day for the things i wanted to do but then i started learning you really have to like be intentional with the time you use like if you actually sit down and think about like some of the things you do you'd be like damn i have a lot of time i'd just be wasting it yeah i, I definitely agree with that because I, I started yeah. paying attention to that I mean, some things, you know, will be out of your control. Like, when I was home for that two and a half months, I was doing the, uh, you know, every night we had a fresh meal. I wasn't prepping. I was able to, you know, cook dinner at night and sit and have dinner with the family. But with my schedule, I just can't do that now because I get home too late. So some things will be out of your control, and you'd have to adapt. But a lot of the other things, man, it's just, we just, we just got to be more intentional with how we spend our time. And with the, you know, stuff we put in our bodies as far as what we listen to, what we eat, what we're doing. And then some of that other shit will, will fix itself out. We're more intentional. It's a lot easier when you're not working to, to do is. these things. You know, True. I have a buddy of mine that he's always in and out of work uh, for whatever reason. But every time he's out of work, I know he's out of work because the texts will start coming in. Oh, I did this in the gym today. I did that in the gym today. I'll be getting the progress pics. Oh, look how ripped I am. Look at this. Look at that. I'm getting big. And then he goes back to work and those texts stop coming. And I'm like, yo, what happened with all that flash shit you were talking, you know? And he's like, ah, oh, well, you know, it's harder once you get back to work. And, you know, it wasn't even just that, you know, he would give me those texts. I'm, I'm all for bigging people up. But, you know, there was always that, ah, oh, look, you, you you never stop working out. Look at you. You you look all fat. It's like, yeah, but like you said, I never stop working out. Like, at least when life gets busy, I'm the same. I'm consistent. Like, you, you fit, then you're not fit. Then you fit, then you're not fit. Like... You're on that Khaled, that Khaled system, yo. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'm on that Khaled system too, yo. Like I don't, I don't, nah. I don't lose weight, yo. I don't lose. All I do is win. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I don't, I don't focus on that. You know what I mean? I focused on, and I was listening to this on a podcast the other day, and I think more people need to adapt. That actually it was yesterday. I was doing some yard work. Don't want to get too deep in this because this this could sidetrack us real quick. But the guy was saying that he was in his 50s now. And he had that mentality that a lot of people have in their 30s. You know, I got to go to the gym because I got to stay fit. I have to look a certain way. And it never stuck, right? I mean, he'd go for a little bit, then he stopped go. You know, the same pattern that a lot of people have. He said it wasn't until he hit his 40s that a friend of his was like, oh, you know, let's do this. There was some three mountain challenge where you hike three mountains in the span of 24 hours. And he said that once he did that, now he had he had a goal 
Like he had a, an end point. It wasn't just I need to do this because I want to be fit, but it was like he had a, a goal to hit. And then from that, he had started building on it. And he said, once I shifted my thinking into, you know, how I can perform and hitting these particular goals I had in my life of, you know, he was doing marathons, Ironmans, all these things. He goes, now it was easy to do it. Because it wasn't just I wanted to look a certain way. He's like, I wanted to feel, perform a certain way. And I had a goal. So, and then, you know, it's cool to hear that. Because I guess, you know, that's how I, that's how I see it. I always see like my workouts is not necessarily of, you know, I want to have, you know, six pack abs and, and chiseled arms. It's just like, no, nah, I want to work out so I could go to work, work the way I work and not come home <laughs> feeling like somebody dragged me through the mud. But unfortunately with that way of thinking, you don't really get six pack abs and chiseled arms. You just get fit. You know, you, you look like maybe you work out, you know, people look at you and be like, yo, you go to the gym, right? Kind of. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. But, you know, I, I've grown to accept it. It was a little bit of a challenge in the beginning, but I've grown to accept it. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, like, I, I, for me, it's always been hard, that whole gym thing, man. Like, long, if I could be active, like, do it. Like, for me, what, how I lost all my weight was playing sports. And then what it was, as I started playing sports, I started getting more fit. Because, you know, when I when I go out there and I play, like, it's like... I'm running 100, 100 miles an hour nonstop. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm always. I'm always on go mode. And that's why soccer is so hard for me. Because when soccer, when the ball's in my area, like I remember with my father-in-law running around and playing soccer, and the ball being my, and chasing after the ball, chasing and like not wanting to give up, but being tired of time. And the minute the ball left my area, I was like, I'm gonna throw up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> because like in my head, I'm like, don't fucking, don't you stop, don't you stop, you lazy son of a bitch. That's what I keep saying. Keep going at him. Keep going at him. But my body's like, yo, chill, yo, we're we not built for this. And then they, then the ball went away, and I was like, oh, please don't come back. Please don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> but because of that, that's how I was able to, like, lose the weight. And then once I started losing, I started feeling good. And then it, it just kind of, it just, like, the same thing with that dude, how once he had a goal, then once I yeah. started realizing, like, seeing, like, damn, yo, this is working out, like, you know, and that's when I started running the, you know, three to six miles a day and, but to just and, and you know this, but for me I can't do it like Mikey, like to be by myself and just go and lift. I tried it a few times in my house because I got like that little gym and it's like, for one I don't know what I'm really doing, and two it's like, I don't know I just feel like Celine Dion all <laughs> by myself. I like I like doing the functional stuff. Like I used to, I love the gym. Don't get me wrong, I love the gym. I don't like paying for the gym, so that's that's one of the reasons. I don't go to the gym, even though I do have a membership right now, and I don't <laughs> use it. Well, it's, it's the apocalypse. It's the apocalypse. I mean, we, the, you and know, the gym's the, only the gym is funky right now. Yeah, I, I, and even though the gym is open and I can't go, I'm still kind of skittish about going. Like, I I don't know. It's like I, I don't want to put myself in harm's way if I don't have to. So I'll do stuff like uh, have some of those five-gallon water bottles. I got them filled half the way with sand. And then I have um, just regular play, play, uh, playgrounds. You, you do like, like caveman workouts, sand. like Rocky. Yeah, like caveman type stuff. Go to the yard, you cut down a tree and start lifting a tree and shit. I got some tree stumps if you want to come grab some and you could use that, bro. If it wasn't an hour away, over an hour away, you know. <laughs> I would take you up on that, but um. Well, if, if you ever, if you ever in the area, I get into. Now, I'm gonna say, if you ever in the area like and you want to stop by, I'll keep some of the big chunky ones solid for you. 
You could throw them around the yard, pick them up, and run with them. I'm serious. No, that because like the competition I'm doing is, I think it's called a hex stone. Yeah. You seen the hex stone? Uh, no, is that those no. big, like big uh, concrete balls? Like in no, the, in the Iron Man? It's almost, it looks like almost like a headstone, but it's in like the shape like this. Like a, like of a hex? Yeah, I guess that's what you, what you think about it. Like, yeah. Oh. So you, you have to hold it. You have to hold it like that. Like you grab yeah. it like this. I don't know how much it weighs, though, but stuff like that. So. Everything I've been lifting is like kind of something functional to an event that I've seen um, on Instagram for the competition that I'm going to do. So you don't because even know. You sure. don't know. You don't know what you're going to do till you get there. We don't know, Sway. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that interview. <laughs> so that's also, that's that's, the, that's just random. Stuff. So you're going to go over there and you don't. You got to know that you got to bring your firearms and just be ready for. Right. You Run just know how shoot. many shots you have to take, and what you need to carry with you. I Damn! Mean, so they could you could be doing anything, yo. Know? Oh, do that's anything. crazy! You get there, you gotta climb some high. And for me, when I did the the tough mutter, the hardest thing was climbing that that like wall. They had like a, a wooden wall with like the ropes to climb. And for that me, was that was hard for you because by the time I got Your there, it was and the, the, it was covered in mud because we were all covered in mud, so the ropes yeah. were covered in mud. So I had to like kind of like twirl the rope around my wrist and then like pull myself up and then do it again and it was super hard i kept it was it was really the hardest thing of the whole the whole race was that that shit and they had the wood wall there right yeah yeah if it wasn't so it. tall i would have kind of just like did like a run and jump but it was a high ass wall and then in my head i was gonna climb it and just jump off the other side and i got up to the top and i went to jump off i was like oh shit this is high let like, me use this <laughs> rope to get down let me slide down <laughs> with this rope in my head i was like yo this is dope. i'm up at the top and i'm pulling myself off I'm, I'm just gonna hop over this some and yo thank god I didn't just, in my head, I was going to hop over like you do a fence once I got to the top. Yeah, nah. And, and I pulled hurt. myself up, and I like, but I, I couldn't put hop over because, I, you know, it was a little, yeah. it was, I was tired by then. So when I flopped my leg over to one side and kind of leaned over, I was like, oh, nah, I ain't dropping down this yeah, time. Nah, I'm nah. Gonna <laughs> <this rope." laughs> I got up that wall so quick, man. I don't know. That one, the monkey bars and the, the half pint one. When we had a walk, you had, oh, did, yeah, you, had, had did you do that had, one? Had, had I forget the name of that one. Something mountain they call it. Something. It was basically it was a it was one half of a half pipe, and you had to run up that and, and get over the lip. Like, like in the uh, American Ninja or not? What was it? What is that movie? What is that? The American Ninja the movie? The uh, not American Ninja. No, there's the Ninja Warrior competition. Ninja Warrior, like Ninja War. Okay. Yeah, no, American Ninja is the movie. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's called American Ninja Warrior. Oh, okay. Just, uh, yeah, I feel like American Ninja is in it. Yeah, that that one. I, I know which one you talk. I know which one um, yeah. with the rope. Yeah, American Ninja about. Warrior. American Ninja is a movie from 1985. The TV series is American Ninja Warrior. All right. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, when I did the Tough Mudder, we had we had this part where um, we had uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, oh man, it's so funny. We had, it had like these ropes, like you had a, like, uh, like when you're a kid in the park, how they have those, those giant, like pirate ship kind of ropes that you climb up, but they were made in a form of a triangle. So you had to climb up the one side and down the other side. And by then, this was like toward the end of the race, I was so spent that I climbed up the top and I just rolled down, like I was rolling down, like a kid rolling down the hill. 
<laughs> everybody was getting all messed up with me because I was I was screwing everybody up. I was just tumbling. I'm like, my bad, yo. <laughs> I was knocking people over. <laughs> and but I was like, I don't care, yo. I'm tumbling, and yeah, and that's yo. It messed me up doing that, yo. I was all jacked up from them them freaking ropes, yo. Yo, that race was so funny, yo. It was a good time. I wish you do it again. The you one know? I didn't, the one that I did not like was there was two parts. Did one yours part have the electric was, thing? The electric. Yes. Uh, did you get hit with that? Was, I wait. My race didn't have that. My race didn't have that. My race had had it two times, and the first was crawling under it in water, oh. and I got hit right at the end. And let me tell you. I really don't know how to explain it. It was like if something sh- shut me down, and then I powered back up again. It was like, <laughs> yeah, that's, I was like, what? what the? What was that? Get the hell out of here! I almost swam <laughs> out that shit after that. The second one, you had to run through it. It was a section of them hanging down, and you had to run through it. And I made it almost all the way to the end without hitting a live wire and they have at the end they have a big berm you have to get over so when you go over the berm there's like the wire is right there there's no way you can avoid getting hit by it so i got hit again and that one just it was like a punch just throw you to the you gotta just try to get up and finish that was the last event yeah if I would, like, luckily, the race I had didn't have those things in it, because I saw those, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I could do that, yo. Because in my head, like, I know exactly what happened. I'd walk in, and I'd get hit from the beginning. I'd, I'd hit myself, like, out the gate. I'm going to hit it, and then I'm going to be like, oh, 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 and that's it. I'm just going all the way through, all the way through, just, you know, just tumbling back and forth into them, and like like in the cartoons, you know, and I'm going to get out of the other side. My hair's going to be all frizzed, my, you know, face looking like a guy burnt in the oven. Yeah, yeah, I like just like in the cartoons, it's all covered in smoke and shit. By the time I got out the other side, <laughs> I could see it too. That's why I couldn't do the one. The you did. That's why I ended up doing the tough mutter because the uh, it was it no that what you did the tough mutter. Yeah, I did the tough. Mother. You did the yes. warrior dash. I did the warrior dash. I did the warrior dash. Yeah. I ain't doing none of those. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I was reading the. They give you like a a, a waiver to sign. About all this like stuff in it, and I remember reading the waiver and like reading about the diseases and shit that they're not liable for. And I'm like, I gotta, sw-. and I, I was getting worried. I'm like, you know, I should put a condom on so when I swim yeah. through this muddy ass water, you know, what I mean, I don't want nothing swimming up my pee hole or get all kind of, you know. But and uh, when I used to, when I used to be into running, I used to subscribe to a, a running magazine I would get once a month, and one of the magazines they had had an article about these races and there was horror stories bro i will i will never do one of these races. i mean there's a lot of people that do them and they're fine but some of the horror stories i've read about like some of them broke my heart man i was like, like nah, what i will never yeah come on well, cliffhangers. there was one where um, <laughs> give me more was, give me more there was a part now, i don't remember what series this was i don't think it was one of the big ones like i don't think it was like spartan or warrior dash there's i think a, it might have been like um yeah, there's a whole bunch. They call them obstacle races, you know. So, you know, I don't want to say it was any particular brand that hosted these races. I don't remember, but I just know obstacle racing in general. Um, there was one story where, uh, where they got to a spot where it was like in like uh, a muddy water, so you know, a little bit of a ways deep. Um, homeboy went in, never came out. They never found him. Yeah, what? there was one where um. 
the, the chick, she would same thing. It was in like those muddy areas. She slipped, went under. Um, now you, you running with like 30, 40 people in your heat. She falls down. You in mud. Nobody sees you. Guess what happens? They trampled her. Trampler all over. I mean, I think she was able to get out. And I think the dude that was that helped her is the one that ended up disappearing. Oh wow! But like, but like shit like that. Like, it's, yeah, but that it, it's not. Angel. Yo, that that's not like angel. some death ray shit. Like that. That, like, that was an angel, bro. Yeah. That was an angel. But you know, Straight but up. like I said, I mean, I'm sure that you know that's more people do it and are fine than people oh. that do that. But just I don't know. Just a lot of shit to me. It just oh, seems the, like uh, unnecessary risk for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, like I'm all for challenging yourself, you know, with, with different things, but some of those things, like the the electrocution shit, like they they ain't no reason yeah, for that. Yeah, they, they, yeah they, there is, man. Come on, I'm waiting for the reason. I'm waiting for the reason. Yeah, no, no, just it's, it's, it's a lot of. I ain't got it. Yeah, you know, not only that, like you figure all the all the obstacles you're doing, and not only are you doing those obstacles, like you said, climbing the wall, doing this, jumping that. But you're also doing it covered in mud. You're wet. Like the, the chances of getting hurt are very, very high. And yo, and it's just like to do all that just so you could say that you did it and get a medal for me. That's too much risk with not enough reward. You also get a beer. Mm. You get you know a beer. I mean? Yeah, the beer yeah. is very important. And you got and you get that turkey drumstick. The yes. turkey drumstick was that legit. Big ass turkey leg. Oh, yeah. I didn't get that. But you know, I, I mean, I, I got a shirt. That was about it. You know, I'd like to go, you know, being there with you, supporting you. That was a lot of fun, you know, being around that crowd and seeing all that energy. But like I said, for me to do one personally, it's too much risk with not enough reward in it for me. You know, I'd much rather just do, you know, a 5 or a 10K run um, that has very similar feel and energy to it with uh, the people in the event. Yes, it does. Nah, then you nah, must have nah, went to some bad nah. 5 and 10 Ks, bro. Check this out, though, but nah. let me finish. I went, I went to a 5K, <laughs> right? You're, have you ever been to the Lincoln Tunnel 5K? Nah. No. All right, so the nah. 5K, you legit run through the tunnel, and then you come back. So you run from New Jersey to New York, and then you run back but to you're Jersey. you're running the whole time. No. But I'm, I'm talking about the energy. See, that's the about thing. the energy. Bro, when I did this run, there was a group of Marines. I want to say there nah, was 15 nah, of them. I, I, I can feel you with oh, the energy because that's... Fuck that, that, can I, let me finish my story. I can, I can feel you with the energy. I can feel you with the energy. We're good. I don't need to hear it. We don't need to hear it. Anyway, there was, there was like 15 <laughs> Marines. They had the Marine flag and the that's American flag. Bro, if I was next to him, I'd smack him upside the head right now. I'd probably fit here. <laughs> anyway, these 15. Marines, bro, they ran in unison, chanting Marine hymns the entire time. And because you're in the tunnel, you damn near heard the chant almost the entire run. You heard it going there, and then it went away. And then five minutes later, you heard them coming back. It just, it was amazing, man. It was amazing. And the one that I went to, though, the, that Warrior Dash, that, that thing was like a festival. It was like, it was, and you know, you were saying earlier about like 35 people. I got a picture of me running and like in front of a crowd, and there was way more than 35 people in my heat, yo. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much that they, thing was. That, that, they, there was a lot of people. I remember those certain parts, like when it first started, everyone was like, with a big crowd. And then as you get deeper into it, it kind of <laughs> separates a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I want, I would like to do the one that they do in the city. Where it's like they run through the city and they put like, uh, like cabs and cop cars and like you like hop over the cop cars. Like that's, I mean, 
We've been doing that shit since we was kids, you know, <laughs> hopping fences, jumping over cars, sliding, you know what I mean? So that one seems like really fun to do. I've never done that's one of those. My that, homies that, do. Um, at the baseball field, too, that's pretty cool. What, uh, uh, like obstacles and stuff? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, they do it at City Field. And they have some, like, rowers in there. You have to, like, get on and do some rowing. There's just a couple of stuff you have to carry through the bleachers. <clears throat> And uh, the the run ends like on the field basically. So you like oh, you run cool too, yo. the arena, you end on the field. It's, and like something like that, I'd be into. It's just all the the mud and the uh, nah. Yeah, now nah, that mud made a mess. And I remember those parts running through where like I remember this uh like it was running through like 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 a stream or something, man. And this one girl was like falling. And I tried to help her, and you know she, as I was helping her, she grabs her home girl, and her home girl grabs the home girl. And next thing I know, all of us are down, tumbling down a slide of rocks. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was, uh, it was kind of sketchy, man. It was, I mean, it wasn't like a cliff, and it was just that it was a stream with rocks, so we was all tumbling, sliding, and wet. And like you said, then other people are running, trying to run through, trying to avoid getting caught up in our our entanglement. Yeah. You know, so. Not the same, you know, not that same potato. <laughs> yeah, not, we didn't have a jade. I mean, that would have been crazy, right? That would have been, been, you know, having a entanglement, you know, four random women. That's like some Pornhub shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was not that type of entanglement. Yeah. You know, it was more like a spider web without a web. Yeah, I, like I said, for me, it's too, too much risk, not enough reward, man. Man, we got, we got way sidetracked on this conversation, yo. <laughs> we got way sidetracked. So we can't even segue into this, man. So we, we, uh, no, we can segue into this. It's a whole lot of birthdays going on this month. Oh, you're Last right, yo. Month, right. right at the end, straight right. up. Tomorrow, your we birthday. had Joey. We had Stephanie. We got me tomorrow. Oh, damn. That birthday, bro. Mikey's. Mikey's. What was your Mikey's? Your wife's damn, uh, birthday it was, was recent, birthday right? This past week. Yeah, this past week. How was week, your wife's Thursday. birthday, bro? What you do with your wife for the birthday, bro? If you interested to hear this. Ah, uh, this guy. Well, <clears throat> What I, what I wanted to say was, I've been with my wife now, shit, going on, bro, like 17 years. And uh, I'm not proud of this. I'm actually very ashamed to say that for 17 years, I probably either ruined or poorly handled 16 of her birthdays. The, la- last year was the, the culmination of me ruining her birthdays. Um, with it being her 40th and with the pandemic, everything shutting down, me being the idiot that I am, you know, figured, oh, well, you know, can't do nothing anyway. So I, you know, just, just went to things open up. Um, but I just want to say that was the wrong thing to do for, <laughs> you know, somebody's 40th birthday. But what was the reasoning for that, Mikey? Like, I got to understand I, this more. Well, for last year? Yeah, because I, I I'm not creative like that. Like, I don't think outside the box when it comes to like celebrating anything, really. Like, I, I'm more of a like a day to day. Like, I'm gonna treat you good every day. You yeah. know, I, I bring her flowers every other week from the supermarket. You know, if I sometimes I'll come home and bring her, you know, so I, I my thought process is, well, you know, I'm good to her all the other days. Um, You know, I'll just bring her some flowers, cook her some dinner and she should be happy. Yeah, but not for nothing though. Like, uh, uh, like you really couldn't do anything last year because I mean, it, it was the apocalypse. Because <laughs> like my sister-in-law uh, went and got a big balloon arrangement ordered. You know, a lot of her friends sent her these beautiful arrangements. Like there was there was enough to do to make something special. Oh like, God, I was like 
last year during my birthday, we were still kind of in the pandemic, right? So I was like, I don't need nothing, no big deal. I come in from working out. The house is decorated. This right here that I have behind me, this was sitting by my bookshelf, you know, because I was really into riding bikes at the time. Um, and I'm talking about this is at 6.30 in the morning when she needs to be getting ready for work. She decorated I, the I whole house. I get what you're saying now. I mean, just a little bit. Like, I mean, like, the house was decorated. Like, I walked in, and I was like, damn. And, like, I felt really happy, but then I felt like a piece of shit. You know, I was like, shit, I could have I did this. You know, like, well, I didn't think about this, you know? And um, not only that, like, she ordered me a cake. She set up a Zoom uh, call that, you know, everybody was in on. Um, I, was, I was on there looking like a dead yeah, ass. You know, it was <laughs> <Like> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like it was so much that was done, but it was enough about <clears throat> it feel special. Um, and really, after last year, I made it a point. I said, you know what, man? Like, I, I spend the, and you know, it was, it's been some time coming. And I spoke with Nick about this yesterday, on our, our or two days ago, and I walked back from um, Starbucks, and and this has kind of been the shift in, you know, my life and my relationship and everything. And it's kind of like, you know, I got after last year, I was like, you know, I need to stop. Trying to make, in this particular, my wife, um, appreciate the things that I'm giving her. And I need to actually really stop and think what it is she needs me to give her. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times we're like, oh, well, they should be happy. I'm doing this, this, and that. But that's great. And the example I gave to Nick was, you know, if you're at a job, right, we're mechanics, right? So let's say, Juan, you're going to work one day, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to work valet. I'm going to move these cars. I'm going to run to parts. I'm going to grab parts for the guys. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to clean the floor. And you're busy all day long. But then your boss is like, yo, Juan, you ain't you ain't flagged no hours today. You're like, yeah, but boss, listen, I was doing valet. I was doing parts. I was cleaning the floors. He's like, um, that's not what I need from you, Juan. I need you to be in here fixing cars. Like, you're useless to me right now. And that's going to be a legitimate argument because that's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. That's not what they need me for. And once I adopted that, I was like, you know what? I'm doing a lot of stuff, but I need to see what she needs me to do for her. You know, so I started trying to pay attention a little bit. And like I said, I saw the, the cues from what she did for me this year. So I was like, you know what? I'm not really one to to think about, like, decorating and this and that and setting this up. But I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to try to figure it out. I'm going to do it. So that's what I did. Um, I stopped at, at Party City over the weekend. She was away with her sister. So I stopped at Party City. I had the time. I bought some cheesy-ass decorations. I don't even think they matched, you know. But I got them anyway. You know, uh, like, coming okay, home, we'll get some funny Nemo, some minions, and uh, Scott yeah. Colors. Then <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, when I came home from work, uh, I stopped the shop, right? I got some flowers, which I was gonna leave in the garage. And then as I'm driving home, I said, Shit, I got flowers to put in the garage, but they can't just sit in the garage, they gotta be in water. But now I can't get the vase from the house because she's gonna see me with the flowers. So I had to stop at the dollar store, I got the vase. <laughs> You know, these are things that I don't normally think of, but I'm like, ah, right, you know what? Hopefully it's, it's good enough. And uh, so, you know, I woke up at 4.30 like I do. I decorated the house. I put the flowers in. I even had balloons that I snuck into the garage. They got all tangled and tied up or whatever. I brought them in the house. So, it, you know, it wasn't the greatest uh, execution, but the effort was there. And it was well appreciated. It was, it was the first time that I could remember that at the end of the night, my wife was thanking me for a nice birthday. You know, and uh, to me, that was big. You know, it was it was and it's, it's something that we always talk about. Right. Like doing that, that look inside and realizing where we're falling short and making changes that are necessary. You know, now I got to carry this further and hopefully for the next 17 birthdays, keep that energy and keep making her feel that she's special. 
But uh, but yeah, no, that's the point I wanted to make, man. It's like, yeah, see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought of that. You know what I mean? Because like, I would have thought of, like how I thought right now. Like, shit, if everything's closed. Like, I can't do nothing for you. I mean, I wouldn't have thought of doing what that stuff that you did. I mean, and I mean, that's why I'm in the position I'm in. You know what I mean? And I never thought about that whole. <laughs> I never thought about that whole thing. What you said about like finding out like what they need because that that's something that I tend to do a lot too. Like I'm like, damn, yo, she complaining, but I did this, that, and the third. You know why she complaining? You know? Like I did all this, and then but I never thought about it the way you said it. I think a lot of people think that way. You know, not just men. You know, I, I think just people in general. You know, we tend to, to see, and that's what the book, the uh, the five love love languages, is about. Is you know, it kind of brings to light that what's making you happy and what satisfies your needs doesn't make everybody happy or satisfy their needs. So you know, it kind of awakens that, and it, you know, makes you look inside and make you look at you know who you're dealing with, and um, it's definitely a game changer. You know, but I, like you know, I don't think that way either. I would have never thought about the decorations and all this. But what was what I feel what made me be able to think about some of the things I did this year was just paying attention to, you know, other people. Like same way, like I read my books, same way we get ideas from each other or we listen to podcasts. Um, just your every day to day life, you're seeing examples of how to interact and behave with other people. You know, so, you know, if you just kind of go through oblivious, um, you're going to miss on them. But trying to be more intentional and being present and paying attention to what's going on day to day, you start picking up on these little things. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that's not too bad. I could probably pull that off. Yeah, that's a little bit too much. Maybe I can't, but I'm going to keep the idea for later. Maybe one day I could do that with somebody's help. But it's about paying attention and trying to store these in, in your database. Yeah. And I definitely, in your our talk got me like thinking like, like that whole like, you know, what it is that I'm, like, me doing it for thinking that she should appreciate it or not. And, uh, you know, I didn't have the same uh, the same outcome you did. I, didn't have, I mean, I'm not going to get into that now, but, but, but you know, my, my uh, I didn't have the same, quite the same outcome, quite the same outcome. So, I mean, I guess, you know, I, I felt like, I, I felt like when I give advice to people, right? You know, and, I, and like Mikey says this all the time, like, yo, don't take Nick's advice. Like, we had this one kid at work and I was telling him something, like, yo, don't, don't listen to him. Don't, 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 don't take his advice, you know, because I remember that one time at the baby shower, I gave it, I told everybody like, look, don't worry about it, man. Just keep drinking, you know, and tomorrow I'll be like, you know what? I was having a good time. My bad. I'm sorry. I was, you know, it was the, the guys were all there with the, first of all, the baby shower. We ain't got no business being there. So we there, we drinking, having a good time, you know, what up, yo, whatever. And uh, everyone, the guys just kept drinking and the, you know, the wives had to all drive home. And the next day everybody was like, yo, that was the wrong idea, bro. Like that didn't work. I said I was sorry, and she is mad as hell. I'm have a hangover, and now I gotta go do this, that, and the third. Like everybody was mad at me. I'm like, sorry, bro. It seemed like a good idea at the time. It seemed like a good, it seemed like good advice. Just keep partying and say you're sorry. But that's how I felt this time. Like Mikey told me that. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna. And I tried to use some of that, and I was like, well, that didn't work out. Well, okay. But you know what it is too. Um, for some of it, uh. You know, the way I, I just thought about it now, and I'm going to use this analogy, some of it is kind of like a credit card payment, right? Let's say you enjoying life, right? You just keep racking up that credit card, right? <laughs> racking up, racking up. And then finally, you got a $3,000 bill. You're like, you know what? I'm going to start paying this shit off little by little. What happens? The interest gets you, right? When, when you're paying the minimum, what's that? the interest is still going up. So you're paying the minimum, and you're like, oh, but I'm paying every month. I'm paying every month. But like, yeah, but you're doing the minimum right now. That's not going to get it down because they're hitting you with that interest. 
know what I'm saying? So if you try to do the minimum, that interest is going to get you every time. You're going to have to do more than what the minimum is, more than what you were doing to create that debt. You know, so if you were charging $100 at a time, so you got to $3,000, you're going to have to pay that off two, $300 at a time. You understand what I'm saying? Like the analogy yeah. with it. And yeah. then the other thing is like some stuff, you know, get me wrong, some stuff we had legit conversations of, you know, what is it you need me to do? Um, you know, what is it you expect out of me? And there's some things is, is like I just alluded to before. It's just kind of being in the moment and seeing like what, seeing the things you do and seeing them light up or not light up. You know, sometimes it's just about, you know, they always say actions is louder than words. You know, sometimes it's like, I right, don't, don't tell me you're going to do these things. Just go ahead and do it. You know, yeah, like I work, there's about. a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff at work that honestly I do. And nobody has no idea that I do it. Like those brake lays in the back when the light bulbs go out, I brought bulbs in many times and I go, yo, I got bulbs here. Nah, I just go and I put them in. Right. When I see that corner in the, in the side, all messy, I'll clean that shit up and straighten it out. I don't tell nobody. It's just things that you do. You know, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta do something and like, yeah. So, you know, if they don't notice, they don't notice, but you know, you did it. And eventually people are going to start really like, oh shit, hold on. Like I didn't do this, but yet it's done. You know, and then they'll start seeing. Like and your washer it, bottles. I always, I don't know if you know that. I always, your washer bottles. Every time I see them over there, I always fill yeah, them up. Them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I noticed that the other day finally, but that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes you just gotta, you know, you just gotta do things, you know. People don't want to hear, have you come home and back, well, listen, you know, I've been thinking and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z a little different. Nah, if you, that's what you were thinking, don't say nothing. Just come home and do X, Y, and Z different and let them see, you know, I was, listened to one podcast a while back and um it was actually about this topic about relationships and the guy was making a point like listen like if you acted a certain way for 10 years it, it may take 10 maybe more years um to change the environment you created he was you know i get a lot of guys that ask me like well how do i know it's making a difference you know how do i know things are changing he goes you'll know when your wife tells you he goes, so, you know, you could be like, well, I've been doing this, that, and the other. I'm a changed man. Well, you know what? If your wife ain't telling you you a changed man, if they ain't seeing that you a changed man, you're not really a changed man. You know, that was his, you know, topic behind it. Same thing with, like, weight. You know, when you're trying to get fit and you're losing weight or you're trying to get big, you know, how do you know you're making a difference when somebody tells you, like, oh, shit, you've been working out. You're looking good. That's when you're like, all right, so what I'm doing is working. Let me keep on doing this. You know, sometimes it, it takes patience. Sometimes it takes a lot longer. I mean, I was fortunate, you know, that... It, I, I guess it went relatively quick for me to change in my household and, and the environment, you know, from the changes I was doing and the things I was, you know, saying and, and the changes I did inside. Um, but it's not always that fortunate. Sometimes it takes a lot longer. So what you're saying is that uh, you're not doing enough? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm not saying you're not doing enough. <laughs> I mean, no. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's situation is different. You know what, man? You don't, you don't truly yeah. know anyone's situation just by observing or seeing because you don't really know what they're thinking. Yeah. Is, well, no, you, know? you know, behind closed doors, you know what I mean? It, I, I don't know, man. You know what? As hard as it was this past year to, like, you know, look internally and kind of change the way I see and do things and as far as my mental health goes, like, as hard as that was, that was easy in comparison to this whole relationship stuff, man. Like, this is, like, 
this is rough, bro. Like, <laughs> this shit is rough, man. Like, and I say it all the time. You're like, if something would have happened and, and and me and my wife don't end up figuring this out and we end up splitting up, I will never, ever, ever, and this is on record, ever do this again. Like, <laughs> never, ever, <laughs> ever. No, it's it's too hard. It's too much work. And it, it, a lot of it depends on the other person. Yeah. And that's what makes that's, what that's, makes that's so the hard. truth. But that's what makes that's what makes being in a relationship so hard. That a, a lot of it is is the fact of how the other person takes and does. You know what I mean? So it's like you could be doing all the right things, and I mean, and if you guys get on the same page, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just doesn't matter. that goes back to you know finding what what their needs are and and fulfilling them. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's not, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, communicated very clearly or easily, you know. It's probably never communicated very clearly or easily. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes, honest. you know, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of fights back and forth. Uh, you know, it ain't, it ain't definitely ain't easy, but it's it's doable. You know, every, everything is doable. It's just a matter of, you know, doing it. I think you can always start by trying to understand more by not responding and just listening more. Listening and trying to understand, like, not your perspective, but from somebody else's perspective. In this case, you know, your your spouse, your spouse's perspective. So, you know, because, you know, like you said, we think differently, man, from when we think differently. So when something comes up, instead of, like, snapping, into defense mode because I think that's a really big one is defense mode. Um, instead of snapping into it's very like something like this minus thing is like, oh, yeah, you got to fight that trigger, you got to fight that trigger, just let them allow them to speak and allow them to express themselves and then try to try to understand that from their point of view, not your point of view. Yeah, I've been doing that, and in my head, I'm like, she just be going crazy, like. Something happened and, my, and like I want to say something and, and I don't, but in my head, like the conversation keeps going, like and I'm like, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it, like it dies down later. I'm like, I, sh- I should have said, and like you know, and that's what I'm learning now. I'm like, and it, it took me a long time to learn that sometimes just not saying nothing is better. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's many times where I say stuff and Mikey's like, why? Like why would you say that? <laughs> like I, it seemed like a good thing at the time. Like it, I thought, it, and then like, you know, like. Like the little mouse, me and my big mouth, you know. That's like, true. You 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 have to learn. You have to learn when somebody is no longer in that uh, that mode to absorb what you're giving them. You know, because you yeah, could be in the middle of a conversation back, going back and forth. Cool. Yeah, you know, you could like like for example at work when I had the little spat, you know, with my manager and. um once I realized that his his whole composure shifted and now he was in that deflect mode, that's when I was like, you know what? This isn't going to go anywhere. I got to let this go and try to revisit it later. But it's the same thing with everything. There's been times that I've had conversations with my wife um, and try to point something out. And like Juan said, you see the defensiveness comes out. And then once that defensiveness comes up and I see the body language shift, you know, at that point, and I don't mean you end it like, you know what? Whatever. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. You're right. I'm wrong. But that's just gonna, you know, that's just gonna make it worse. You I know, feel like you I'm just let like, him, you know, that's you, like, 
No, because these, these are things. I feel like I'm feeling attacked, yo. Like, he did it just these like he things, <laughs> These are things that I've learned personally, you know, in my relationship. And then sometimes, you know, like I said, once you get to that point, you just kind of look at them and you let them talk. And back, yeah, you know, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I understand how you feel. And then you leave it at that. You know, you don't throw all the sarcasm in. You just, you know, I'm reading that in a book recently about parenting and, and about giving kids space and allowing them to feel their feelings and process their feelings. And, you know, like I said, when somebody gets defensive like that, you kind of shut it down, but in a respectful way. And you say, you know what? I, I understand how you feel. I can see why you feel that way. But, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know what else to tell you. But I do understand how you feel. This way you validate their feelings. Because 90% of the time, validate, their feelings are yeah. validated. You know what I mean? Because if you put yourself in their shoes, you're like, yeah, you know what? I, I can see why they feel like that. But in validating it, you don't try to shift now and continue to, to, to hit them. Because they're no longer in that mode anymore to just receive it. Now they're blocking everything you're giving them. They're not listening to you no more. So you got to learn when to stop that. And then hopefully they come back and you can continue that conversation. If they don't, then, you know, you went to, to the next time arises. And But, you know, it's it's you got you to gotta hit that interest, man. You got to hit that interest. That interest will get you every time. You know, I, I'm just gonna leave it there, man. I'm, just, I, I'm like, I'm not gonna do this right now, yo. You gotta do some more research, Nick. I, I, you know what it is? I think I just gotta. You gotta some do more. some more research. I'm, I'm, I'm missing something. That's, there, there's something that that's I'm not, it. It's I'm right there. Saying. I'm gonna guarantee you, it's yeah, right there in front of your face. Yeah. But the thing is, too, you know, sometimes you could be doing all the right things. It just, it takes time. Things take time. You know, take it back to to working out. I've been working out for over ten years consistently. It hasn't been on. on Till like maybe last year that I started to be able to be like, you know what, I could see some progress. And I've been at it. I've been at it, bro. At it. Four or five days a week for past 10 years. Sometimes shit takes time. Damn, so it's been that long? It, yeah, since my 30s. <laughs> shit. Yeah, but when I turned 30 is when I really... But before 30, I was kind of wishy-washy. I'd work out for a few weeks. I'd take a few weeks off. Um, but yeah, now after I tore my, my right ACL, I, uh, I got real serious about my fitness and trying to stay fit and, and get healthy and get strong. So yeah, yeah no, I'm, think, I'm thinking yeah. back now and we used to go together in Hackensack and that was like, what, like six years ago. So yeah, why? Wow, it has been a long time. 10 years consistently. I mean, uh, on and off since my mid twenties, you know, since we were at prestige when we yeah. first, started, when you got me into, uh, Bally, you've been on, <laughs> I've been on and off since then, but consistently 10 years. Name just, just now, they're not even in business no more. Doesn't matter. Doesn't just matter. Now, dropping names, homie. Just now, I'm starting to see results. But that's what I'm saying, though. Sometimes things take time. You know, you could be doing all the right things, saying all the right things. You know. You know what it is, yo. I, I think what it is, what why it, it gets to me so bad, yo, is because like right now, like with the, the the shift that I have made in my mindset and the way I do things and stuff, like this is the one thing that I have not been able to like fix. And it's really, like, getting at me. You know, because I fix stuff as far as work. You know what I mean? You see me at work. I'm not as miserable like I used to be. You know I mean, clearly, it, overall, the depression and the anxiety, the, the depression is damn near almost gone completely. You know what I mean? I, don't, I, I hardly deal with it as much as, like, I used to. The anxiety is a lot less. The workout. So, it's like, everything seems to be, like, falling into place. And this is the one thing that I can't I can't seem to fucking get, bro. Like, I this can't. Is different. This is I different. Can't this is can't do it. This is involving other people. And nobody like Singletary said, can't win with him. Can't do it. You, know, nobody, <laughs> uh, you can't change somebody's heart. They have to change their heart, you know? 
I, you know, I've been reading the Bible a lot. You guys know that. And in the Bible, it talks a lot about how the, the Pharisees and other people had hardened hearts. And Jesus couldn't get through to them because of their hardened heart. So, you know, if, if our spouses have a hardened heart, I mean, if Jesus couldn't get through to a hardened heart, what makes you think we're going to get through to a hardened heart, right? First thing you got to do, you have to soften the heart. They have to soften their heart to allow the absorption of what we're trying to give them. You know, and so, so that's why it's so hard to, to fix that because now it's not just, you know, it's not just you tinkering with something, getting it to work. You know, it's not just you sitting down with yourself, changing yourself. You know, it's now you, you're kind of waiting for that opening, you know? <clears throat> But I mean, if it's there, it's there, and it's gonna. If it was there once before, it can't come back. It can't come back. It, it's just a matter of putting in the work, you know, planning your spots where where you're able to get in and do different things. Um, and sometimes just it's letting go of, uh, you know, that letting go of wanting to feel like. That's the word I'm looking for, but it, you know, it's like when you do something nice, if they don't recognize it, you know, well. It is what it is. Like, you got to let that go. Like, you can't even let that sit on you, not even for a second. You got to do something because you're like, you know what? I'm doing this because I want to do it. Whether it's seen or appreciated, See, well, doesn't really matter to I'm going to tell you right now, that's the problem right there. Because we all know I never want to do anything. So. But, I mean, you know, so, but then now you know why you can't. <laughs> the, I say just like this, real simple, right? Don't expect it. Hope for it. And be consistent with it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And that's as simple as it can be. But a lot of things I've been reading recently and, uh, you know, seeing on my, my like I said, there's, there's always patterns with things, man. Um, and the, the few things I saw this week was about, you know, giving space, you know. Um, one It's mostly, you know, involving kids and parents. That's what I'm on right now. I'm on a, a parenting book. But it was about, you know, I saw a post the other day and it was, I forget exactly what it was, but basically it was to the point of like, you know what, just because you realize you did wrong and you apologize, that doesn't mean that the person is willing to accept it yet. Sometimes you need to give that space and allow them to have their feelings and be willing to accept what you're given. And I do that a lot, mostly with my kids. You know, sometimes I'll do something wrong. Maybe I'll say something harshly or, you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm sorry I messed up. And then I'm like, but why are you still crying? I apologize. And it's like, nah, that don't that don't change the hurt. Like, yeah. yeah, you can apologize and you could do something different. But we still need to allow to give them that space to feel, you know, like I said, you got you got to validate their feelings. But, you know, what? yeah, I get it. You're hurt. And I'm, I'm going to give you that space to feel that. You know, when, when you're ready, I'm always going to be here no matter what. You know, and it's just, I mean, there's a lot to it, man. There's, when, when it comes to dealing with relationships of any kind, oh, man, there's a lot to it. There's that's a lot why to I it. I stay in my room by myself. But that's that's definitely <laughs> that's not do. helping you at all. <laughs> I just stay away. Keep everybody away, yo. That, that. The other that, you know, I see so many times. In regards to, to parenting and to relationships, it's about being present and being involved. And that's what's going to make the difference. Being present, being involved, actively 
doing things, being intentional, like we said early on about being intentional with your time. Once you start working and you have all these things, because with life, we only have so much energy, so much time. You know, everybody's real quick to, to budget financially, but nobody budgets their time and energy. I think the same way they budget their money, right? Everyone's always like, oh, well, I can't buy that right now because I don't got the money for it. Well, maybe sometimes you got back, you know what? I can't do this right now because I don't have the energy for it. That's my problem. I tend to try to take on everything. I'm trying to be everything for everybody. I'm trying to save the world, you know, and, and and read everything and do my workouts and do all this. And now I'm starting to realize, like, I can't be everything for everybody. You know, I got to start learning how to, you know, steward my, my relationships and my resources and use that how to, to say help. No. How to say no, you know, and how to how to direct people to other people, you know. That's something else I learned recently too. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but you know, we're gonna see what we're gonna see what to do, yo. Now, I got I got some ideas. We'll see how it works in the next few weeks. We'll see what happens. Either you know, I might be doing this from a different apartment. Who knows? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I said, before, you got you got to do them because you want to. With a particular reaction or outcome in your mind. That's yeah, that's I, the biggest thing I can say. Because that's what I did. I just started doing things just to do it. Even with this, this birthday that came by. You know, obviously I did it with the hopes that she would see it and be happy. Um, but I, did, I didn't expect it. You know, I, I realized that I wasn't going to talk about it. Beyond, but yeah, huh? don't expect that's that's exactly just, what I'm talking about. You don't you don't expect you hope for it, but you don't expect it. Don't yeah. expect it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that's it. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, if, if at the end of the night, you know what? You know, in my mind anyway, I was like, ah, right, well, you know what? If at the end of the night, I'm the, I don't get the reaction I get, then I know I gotta do a little bit more next time. You know, yeah. so but at so least simple. you gave it an effort. You know? And and you know, I mean, I'm sorry, I keep rambling on, but it just I've been reading a lot lately. Uh, and and it's, a lot of it's really starting to sit in, and 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 it's it's affecting me. But I was reading. Uh, as a matter of fact, just this morning, I was reading about um, negative talk to yourself and and uh, shameful replies to yourself. You know, so for example, so like let's say if at the end of the night, you know, she didn't have the reaction I expected. Um, most of the time, my reaction in the past would be, I'm just not good enough. You know, because that's an issue I've had for a long time in my life that I always felt like I wasn't good enough. I never really admitted that to nobody. But it was something that kind of was always in the back of my mind, like, no matter what I do, I ain't good enough. You know, but now I'm at that point where it's like, nah, like I'm good enough. It's just sometimes people need a little more and that's okay. You know, so, you know, if it would have got to the night, if I didn't get that reaction from her, that would have been my talk to myself. Like, you know what? That was a really nice thing you did. She did appreciate some of it, but we're going to do a little bit more next time and it's going to be all right. You know, and, and it's just to get that that negative thoughts out of your head of I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. You know, I, I can't do this. You know, you got to just take these things and realize that you may put your all in it and it may not be good for that situation, but you're still going to be good enough, you know? Like you can't talk negative to yourself. You got to you got to have that same and the example I had in the book was this lady was, it was she was a single mother and she went to take a shower the, the kid was, was having trouble sleeping he would wake up in, in a nasty attitude and this one morning she was taking a shower the kid came in and he yanked on the, the shower curtain and it fell she screamed, slapped him 
And then from that, she ended up like just completely shaming herself. Like, oh, I don't believe I did that. I'm a terrible mother. I shouldn't have done that. And what it does is it took her completely out of the situation. So now she's not able to effectively parent her child because now in herself, she's like, I'm not good enough. I'm a terrible parent. I don't deserve to have my kids. So now she's not trying to fix from it, you know, where the in the book it said that, you know, like if that, if that was a friend, you would tell the friend, listen, it was just a, a bad situation. You reacted to a party, but it's all right. You're a good person. You're going to do better. Just learn from it. You know, and that's what it got to be. And that's, that's, you know, that's how you got to see it. Like, if you do some things and you don't get the reaction you want, you know, don't tell yourself, like, oh, you know, it ain't good enough. Why, why am I bothering? Nah, just back. All right. So I see that didn't work. So I'm going to try this now. And just don't even and put that in exactly your mind. That's exactly what happens. Like, that's exactly what happens. Like, I'm like, yo, why do I, why do I even bother, bro? That's, that's literally like exactly when I try to do something like that and it backfires. That's exactly what I think. Like, why do I bother, bro? Like, what do we do? You got you to try to get those out of your head. You know, and you got to realize that, you know, what you're doing is good. And if you continue to do it, the, the right things are going to come out of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I used to always say that. You do all the right things, all the right things happen. I mean, that's what we could hope for, right? Do all the right things, hope the right things happen, so. Yeah. Well, that being said, we're going to wrap this up. So uh, one of the right things to be to be to do would be to share this podcast with uh you know your friends family your mailman the mailman will love this the mailman loves to listen to this in his uh little mail truck so <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up here you know and anyone who uh made it this far i want to thank you like i say every week the most valuable thing you can give anybody is your time and we appreciate everyone listening to this giving us their time and uh we'll come back again next week and hopefully uh you know you got to hear again. We didn't. Uh, I, I didn't curse this week, so see, I, I made a mental yeah. thought not to not to drop f bombs, and uh, I didn't. I did. So I mean, that's the only thing I'm trying to work on. I gotta gotta stop with the curse. But again, you know, thanks to everybody who came in to listen to us to this uh, episode, and uh, we see what happens over the next few weeks. Everybody, appreciate you guys coming on, listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yo, peace. Later.